Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunch Box and a new edition of the Top 20. My name is DJ. I'll be your host for the next couple of hours. I know, shockers all around. Hopefully, we're transmitting. Uh, looks kind of good. Looks like it's possible. Looks like it's possible we're transmitting, but honestly, who knows these days? Could be completely possible that we're not transmitting. Maybe we're transmitting to a completely other place. Maybe we're transmitting into the fifth dimension. Maybe we're transmitting into Bikini Bottom, or even worse, uh, I don't. What's the name of the place? Was it? It's not the Goo Lagoon. What's the? Um, ah, man, help me out, chat. Um, the place where you can't understand their accent. No one. Anyone? It's an interactive show, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing a live show. We're doing a thing. We're doing a live show. Always doing a live show here on the Hard Rock Lunch Box. I find it makes it way more interesting. It also makes it way more easier because you don't have to really edit anything in post. I do still have to edit the top 20, which i got to be honest, kind of annoying, but at least it gets done. I do like doing the bumpers in the beginning. If you if you ever want to watch the top 20 and just like watch like less than a minute... Just watch the first minute, or just less than the first minute. Because my favorite part of the whole thing is the uh, the out of context bumpers in the beginning, or promos, or I don't even know what you call them. It's, it's my it's my sizzle reel, my, my sizzle reel. I uh, rock bottom. Thank you, chat. Yeah, rock bottom, or you can't understand the people's accent. Uh, now, I will say, the last time I was in Louisiana. Uh, I forget where we stopped. I want to say it was a Hardee's. Might have been a Hardee's. And I made the mistake. I got either either got a baked potato or a salad. But I got something that required a fork. And the reason I remember that it required a fork is I had to go back to the counter to uh, ask for a fork. And I said, hey, can I get a fork? And the woman behind the counter, very nice, elderly black lady, was like, oh, you need a fork. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, what? I need a fork. Didn't quite catch that. A fork, you know, fork. And I was like, oh, fork. Well, I say all the letters uh, here in the north. <laughs> but, uh, I would have had an easier time understanding her accent from Rock Bottom than I did from, from Louisiana, just outside New Orleans. Nolens! Nolens explains a lot, because it's actually New Orleans, is if you spell it out. Nolens. I guess that makes a lot of sense. But I'm not here to pick on Louisiana. I never did pick on the, uh, the let's say, mentally diminished of us. Unless they're asking for it, in which case all bets are off. Uh, and speaking of mentally di- diminished and asking for it, we're going to talk about Ron DeSantis' jump into the presidential race a little bit later. I did, I did print out, I did print out something. Why don't we just go ahead and get on to uh, to uh, some lighthouse? Games. So the top twenty new one is out today. Uh, I talked about the grief of life in the new episode of the top twenty. Please check that out. Give it a like. Feel free to give it a comment. I will get to those comments eventually. I've had a very, very tough couple of weeks um, dealing with some medical stuff. Uh, I am half past some of that. Not like 2.30 is half past 2, but like I'm, I'm past a good amount of it so far um, for at least the time being. It'll get me out into the summer at least, so that's uh, that's nice. Yay. Yay me. Um, so, yeah, feel free to check that out. Uh, we talk about all the n- nonsense that's going on in North Carolina. Uh, Bacon is my podcast is still on Strangerhood TV. Uh, they had an announcement yesterday. I didn't get to watch anything, but I did see their incessant level of posting about hitting the five percent of the global podcast. I got to be honest with you; I have absolutely no idea what that means. 
and I will ask whichever one of them, Mike or Jimmy, I see first uh, to explain like how statistics. I I subscribe to some some statistics for. Uh, the box and for the top 20, I basically just read whatever Chartable sends me every week. Although, uh, that's a lie. I just lied right to you. I'm sorry. I don't read any of that shit. Usually when I see an email come in from Chartable, I delete it right away. But I have looked at it in the past uh, just to see how the top 20 does. And it seems to do all right. It's only really interesting to me when it's like trending in Slovakia or Slovenia or any of those countries. Because... I'm just fascinated. Like, I understand why Rebel 9 does really well in Sweden from time to time, because we release a heavier song. Sweden tends to be a heavier market, so I always find that kind of interesting. Like, I am only curious about the stats, because every now and again, um, like, when we get, like, Apple stats, sometimes it breaks them down by city, and you'll have, like, one person in Cleveland that's listening, and it's just like, just want to be like, hey, man, thanks. (laughs) Or woman, I don't know. We tend to we tend to trend older, uh, but we kind of split men and women. So I guess that's whatever. Uh, anyway, there's discussions and drinks. Uh, they're doing more guitar and vocal ideas tonight on the Twitch, and tomorrow is Steve Pisani from Michael Kelly Guitars. Um, so check that out. Bacon is my podcast, and all the other nonsense on Stranger Things. Um. I do want to kind of get this DeSantis thing out of the way. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't really care. Uh, but I do have one interesting thing to make, to point to make. And I don't even remember where the hell I heard it from. But it was interesting because it was a nice comparison of not politics, but of sort of social demographics. And I thought, I thought it was interesting. But The Nation, I love The Nation. Like, seriously, The Nation is some of the best reporting out there by, like, a lot. Uh, the Nation and, like, Mother Jones. And I read a lot of Vox, too. Um, box, box is good. Uh, box is probably my favorite because it's it's kind of all over the place and it's just story specific, not necessarily politically uh, specific, which I like. But the nation is great because the whole the whole the title of the goddamn article. I mean, I don't know if you can see that. Failure to launch the DeSantis debacle. Like, if I if I've ever heard a slogan more befitting DeSantis, I've forgotten it because. That dude is just train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. And it's funny because I can't really understand, like, why he's still got so much appeal until you start listening to the people to whom he appeals. Like, they were talking about, uh, they were talking to some people outside of, uh, like, kind of Disney in Florida, and they were just saying, like, how very pro-DeSantis they are. They tend to be older, and they tend to be more Republican. And they are so unbelievably biased because of the information that they're getting and refuse to listen to anything else. And every single one of them keeps using the term woke like it's actually a bad thing. Like, first of all, if the Republicans can start ta- stop talking about things that are woke and the woke-minded virus, like, we've covered this. Like, being aware that there's systemic problems in the government and doing what you can to fix it is not a problem. It's called democracy. It's called active democracy. And that's actually what people do and should be doing. Like, that's an important thing. Like, basically, if you're not woke, like, what are you? Like, you're probably the problem. Like, I... I think it was, um, what was the movie, American President? I forget exactly what it was. Um, but Michael Douglas was the president. He was, his wife had died. He was a widower and he was dating Annette Benning, who was like a lobbyist or whatever. Anyway, it was a really good music, really good movie. I liked it. But there was one thing, one, one part of it where the uh, opponent was attacking Michael Douglas's character for being, um, for, for being a card carrying member of the ACLU. Now, I have some recent issues with the ACLU, but, like, I'm a card-carrying member of the ACLU. The ACLU, if you don't know, is the American Civil Liberties Union. And their, their job, basically, is to uphold the values in the Constitution. And they file suits against uh, governments, uh, like our government, state, federal, and local, whenever those those rights get infringed, right? That their sole purpose is actually to protect our inherent rights here in this country. That's what the ACLU does. And there's a point where he's this dude is attacking the Michael Douglas character for it. And Michael Douglas finally goes on TV and like basically, you know, chastises him for it. Like, yeah, so I'm a card carrying member of the ACLU. The bigger question is why aren't you? <laughs> like Like why aren't you? 
There should be nobody, nobody in this country that should be like anti the ACLU unless, of course, you're trying to do stuff that's illegal or oppressing other people and all that other stuff. So if you're that anti-woke, like, honestly, dude, you're the problem because there are systemic issues on all sides. Like, I'm not just saying, like, it's oppressing, you know, people of color or different genders. Like, it's oppressing, you know, people that are oppressing other people uh, socio-geographically because they live in, like, West Virginia, right? Like, West Virginia is an inherently depressed place. Uh, we don't put a lot of money into it. Like, that's kind of systemically a problem. You know what I mean? Like, so there there are those sort of issues. But anyway, DeSantis is just like the bigger, like, just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And the simple fact that he's teamed up with Elon Musk, who I find just laughable as a human being. Like, he is such an asshole. And honestly, people that support him, like, I just think less and less of those people because this dude is such a megalomaniac. Like, and... These, like, you're just transferring, like, you love Trump, now you love Elon Musk. Like, Elon Musk isn't here to save anybody. Like, he's in, for, in it for himself. He's always been in it for himself. And honestly, in business, he's been a bit of a douche. Like, he has a collective, like, reputation as, as, as somebody that ruins things. Like, he does it all the time. Like, I don't know what you know about Teslas, but Teslas are actually having a huge problem right now because despite the high visibility, which Elon Musk is good at, and also the other comparison uh, in terms of branding Trump was also really good at, but if there's no substance there, then it becomes a problem. I just found out recently that Tesla resale value is dog shit, which I had no idea. It's just, it's garbage, like below Jeeps, which is like... Jeeps are known for basically just falling apart. Tesla resale value is actually less than that, which to me is just bananas. Like, I, so he's he's ruined like another company, like SpaceX. He just blew up another couple of rockets, and now he bought Twitter and he just got in the bed with DeSantis, probably because they like looking at each other, maybe stroking each other's cock. I don't know for sure, but I'm allowed to say that because I'm protected by the First Amendment. Uh, but he goes on to have this big giant announcement. About him entering the race, which, by the way, nice secret, dude. Uh, he goes on on Twitter to have this big giant announcement, and what happens? Doesn't work. Twenty minutes of technical errors. Elon Musk, tech wizard. Twenty minutes of technical errors. So many people just dropped off because it wasn't really worth it. And now you enter the presidential race. Your first thing that you're known for is the fact that you are a laughing stock. Great job. Great job. Um, I was going to read some of this article, but honestly, the funniest the funniest thing I saw in it was an actual uh, tweet. Because one of the problems they were having is that the links weren't even working in these in these Twitter spaces. Which, by the way, I would never enter a Twitter space. Uh, hard pass. Thank you very little. But a lot of the links weren't working. So, I mean, obviously, it's not Joe Biden because I can't imagine you know this 800 year old man like tweeting. But like whoever was on his team. Uh, they sent a, you know, Biden-Harris 2024, and the post was actually like, well, this link works. And I was like, nice. <laughs> I still think it's funny. <laughs> like, dude, when you get trolled and owned by an 80-year-old dude on your own network, like, dude, your own platform. Douche, 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 douche. I hate Elon Musk. I hate Ron DeSantis too. Like seriously, all this stuff that's going on with Disney now. Disney is pulled out of its like one billion dollar thing to build in like Nona Lake, and DeSantis' st- spokesman came out. It's like we haven't heard any anything about it. You know, they they said they were going to do it, but we haven't seen any paperwork. So Disney immediately presented. All the paperwork and all the forms they filed to, to, to get this approved. And it's like, dude, you're such a liar. Like, that's what you do. Like, Ron DeSantis lies all the time because that's what Republicans do these days. They lie, they cheat, and they steal, and they oppress, and they do all this stuff. Do you know the Texas legislature just just passed a bill? It's still got to get signed, which I'm sure will happen. Just passed a bill to force that all public schools have the Ten Commandments displayed? Like... Dude, do you even know what this country is about? And they're like, well, why does it say, in God, we trust on money? I was like, yeah, that was more for the dumb folk. And it's nice to see that the dumb folk are still, like, around and we need to do this. But you can't put the Ten Commandments into a public building. 
You can't obligate it. You you cannot. It's it's a separation of church and state, which is exactly what they have. And it, it, if you think that you're allowed to do it because I should be able to celebrate it, like, yeah, man, I know the Ten Commandments. That's my religion. But there's a lot of people here whose religion that isn't. And you can't do that. You can't force that upon them. That's actually a form of persecution. Like, it, you're just not allowed to do it. And if you want to do that, just head on over to one of the countries that lets you do it. Like, super simple, man. Then you just go on, like, imadouche.com and buy yourself a ticket over to Tajikistan. Or I don't want to offend any Tajiks that are listening. But, like, go over there. Like, seriously, like... These people are just such assholes. Like, oh my God, we can't have Muslims here because we're a Christian country. Like, no, we're not. I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of them. But, like, that's the way this works. Like, people are so proud. Like, yes, we have, you know, religious tolerance here. Like, yeah, yes, we do. And that's what we're supposed to have. So stop with your Ten Commandments. Stop with your Bibles. Stop with all your nonsense. It's does, it does not have a place in publicly funded school. And if you think I'm a heathen, you're just an idiot and you're a moron. And that's okay. Like, we're allowed to have morons. Remember when we talked about the bell curve? Like, okay, right, that's cool, right? Like, I'm on the smart side, so we have to have somebody that's also on the dumb side to balance that out. If you're disagreeing with what I'm saying, guess what side you're on? <laughs> I have had such a hard couple of weeks. I have to tell you, man, I am just so goddamn burned out. It is just ridiculous. And that is actually what I came to talk about here on the Top 20, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm already burned out, and I've already spent too much time. It's like already like 18 minutes after 12. Like Just the sheer volume of stuff that I, like, I can't seem to get to anymore. Like I've been taking a beating medically, like really badly. Like just I've had medical problem after medical problem after medical problem, and the 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 added aggravation on all of those is that a lot of them are very simple fixes right or you know straight line sort of fixes but you can't do that anymore you can't just go get fixed because you have to do all this stuff like i just had a procedure done on monday and i actually had to take the whole day off and like you know it was a big deal and um i'm recovering from it thank you but in order to do that, like, I had to go get a pre-op evaluation from my main doctor. I had to go back because their EKG leads weren't working and have another appointment. I had I had to go get an, my own x-ray and bring a copy of that just in case the company that was doing the x-rays didn't send it electronically over. Like, and the scheduling pro, like, they're changing the schedules on me. Like, I have everything worked out. Like, took the day off work. Like, three days earlier, they're trying to change the schedule. Day of, they actually called to change the schedule to see if I could come in earlier. Now I did, so that was fine. Uh, but, like, that's some, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm just trying to get through my goddamn day, man. Like, and everybody, everybody that, like, isn't me is just literally making it worse or making it harder. Like, the, there's no assists anymore. Like, they're, they're talking about, like, you know, is Kylie Irving gonna gonna sign with the team that LeBron James is on because they just work really well together? Like, I think they should make that a goddamn law because if you find two people that can work together that well, like they should be forced to be on the same team. In my opinion. <laughs> like, I just need some medical help like that. Like, I actually went to I went to my doctor because I have a pinched nerve in my neck. I I did some real damage to my. My upper left trapezius muscle, um, six or seven weeks ago, like really, really bad. Uh, and I went to a chiropractor and they took x-rays of it. And what they found is that the muscle had pulled so badly uh, because the knots in it were so bad that it yanked down my C7 vertebrae, which is right there. And it is the vertebrae which is just above the, arteri the arteries and the uh, nerve bundle that goes to my hand. So I was shooting pain, complete numbness, everything. So I went. So I saw that on the x-ray, right? Like, and I went to, I, I tried to get an MRI. My insurance company said no, because my chiropractor isn't actually covered under my insurance. Why that is, I have no idea. It's, it's really definitely part of the same kind of game I get to play with insurance all the time, but like, that's fine. So I called them up. I was like, whatever game I need to play, just let me know what it is so I can kind of get this going because I need this MRI because... We treated it for a few weeks. It didn't get better, or it got marginally better and then plateaued. So the thinking is it's some sort of disc herniation. And it could be complete and it could be obliterated, or it could be just you know herniated and could be healing. It could be some other intrusion. I could have a bone spur. I could have lots of other things that are going on. Actually, a bone spur they would have seen on the x-ray. Lots of other things. But an MRI, like after you get an x-ray and you see what's going on physically, MRI is what shows you 
your soft tissue. Like, it's the next step. I'm not asking for a CAT scan or a PET scan or anything like that. I'm not even looking for time uh, on the on the James Webb telescope. I just want a simple MRI because that's what tells me if the disc in my neck is herniated, which gives my chiropractor the ability to um, know what he can and cannot do. So... They turn them down, and, and I call the insurance company. They're like, no, you have to go to your primary care. They, they actually don't even know what they can do. So I'm like, well, who do I go to? And they're like, well, you can start at your primary care. And I was like, all right, fine. So I go to my primary care doctor. She tells me that's not what it is. It's not a pinch nerve. She tells me it's carpal tunnel. And I'm like, dude, first of all, the chances of me having carpal tunnel in one hand and not the other, and it being my less dominant hand, is really ridiculous. Like, really, really unlikely anyway totally possible but it's really unlikely the fact that i started to have the pain on the very day that i pulled the trapezius muscle and had all the problems with the nerves and stuff like that virtually impossible like there is no amount of money that i could win on lotto to describe just how impossible that particular shit lottery would be but yet she's insisting on that so she will not give me an mri until i go for six weeks of physical therapy which if she's sending me for carpal tunnel on physical therapy makes me nervous because they're not going to give a shit about the possibly or potentially herniated disc that could get worse if I have physical if I do stuff that aggravates it and continues to herniate that disc before it heals. And so I don't know what to do. So now I have to I guess go to another doctor and get a second opinion on something and all I really want just to see if I herniated my disc and I can't seem to get it. I have been in pain every minute of every day for over six weeks and nobody gives a shit but me. Nobody. That sucks. And that's the game I'm currently playing. And I came in here and I wanted to talk about why Rebel 9's not doing a lot of shows, why it's taken so long for us to release new material and a lot of it just comes down to the sheer volume of work I have to do in terms of the shows. Like I was just going through it just seeing like you know no bands are offering us shows anymore like i keep offering other band shows but like like since 2019 we've gotten a show with something heavy one with craving strange and one with me on skyline like i'm grateful for those and those bands but the reality is like nobody else and it was weird because i was wondering i wanted to go back and just see like when was the last time a band asked us to plan a show with them that's it that's it 2019, a couple last year, nothing this year, nothing coming up this year. So, that's, I don't know, man. I don't know why that came up. I don't know why I was thinking about it. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. So I actually printed out some stuff on it. But it's like, these are reasons like you're not seeing Rebel 9 shows. These are reasons why you're not hearing more Rebel 9 music coming at you uh, faster. It's just, a, I cannot get it done. And B, I cannot keep doing it all by myself. It's too much. And I'm here telling you. I've been, I feel like I've been saying it for months and years. I'm here telling you, like, absolutely, it is too much for me to do by myself. I can't, I can't do it anymore. And it's, you know, that's that's the reason. And not that I'll ever be as great as the great Tina Turner who passed away last night or the day before at the ripe old age of 83, by the way, as she was uh, fighting uh, with kidney disease and high blood pressure and stuff. And I tweeted something fairly recently about had she known... Uh, you know about how much damage she was doing to her body with the high blood pressure and the kidneys. Uh, kidney damage, she definitely would have done more sooner. Uh, and it's funny, not funny, haha, but funny because that's the kind of shit I am desperately trying to avoid and keep running into wall after wall after wall trying to like get a handle on my health. And yet, here I am. And I have yet to create anything as wonderful as that woman did musically, but you know, I still got a few more years left in me. However, I will say it's one of the most difficult things I ever have to do, trying to pick one song to explain just how great one performer was. So I literally just wrote a couple down, and I was like, this is the one I want to hear the most. So I figured we'd start with a little bit of a tribute, um, just because Tina Turner was fucking awesome. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I was trying to explain to Charlotte yesterday, or last night, just how amazing it was with like tina turner's story like her story alone like just even even what she went through with like turner and stuff is just tremendous but also the fact that like she was so reluctant to like enter back into music and uh you know when they finally convinced her to record what's love got to do with it and the whole world just like 
embraced her and, and her talent. Like, that, man, that just doesn't happen. Like, and, and good. Like, I'm glad it wasn't wasted on some ass hat and it, like, went to somebody that deserved it, like Tina Turner. So, hope you find the piece you're looking for, Miss Turner. Uh, just so the rest of you know what we're up against, I may or may not have pulled 22 songs for today's show. I can't get that done. <laughs> Unless I start playing them together at the same time. So I'm just going to be like going through some. But some of these I really would like you to hear. Like some of them are really good, like in my opinion. So, uh, so I just want to try and get to some of those. And I've got some fun ones. And I've got some, you know, some that may or may not box and stuff like that. But uh, it might be it might be quite the ride, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of all over the map. So hope you're strapped in or strapped on. Or I don't want to tell you how to live. <laughs> But Skindred keeps putting down some uh, new music, and I'm digging that. And they are absolutely telling you what to do with your life. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Uh, a little bit from Ashes to New there. Um, so, I think I mentioned this last week, but maybe not. I've gotten back the master for uh, Side Out. So, Side Out is effectively done. I have to choose some artwork, decide whether or not we're going to go with the new logo, and then uh, release it. It's looking like it might come out at the end of July, uh, beginning of August. I'll keep you posted on that. But what I wanted to say about it is that, sonically speaking, uh, I'm just I'm just so like keyed into like the the amount that you can really push a mix these days when you record it well, uh, when you pl- when you perform it well, when you record it well. Uh, we mix it well, and you know we had all those things firing, and I feel like we've done that over the years. We've, we've done basically the best that we were able to do. I think that this is probably going to be one of the best sounding things we've ever done, uh, and I'm psyched to actually release it and let people start hearing it. Uh, but what's funny is like I'm just so in that headspace, and then I'm listening to my release radar, and I hear brand new stuff, from Queens of the Stone Age, who I like. I don't love them, but like every now and then they do something I really really like. But what struck me is just like not how as good sounding as our song it is, but I know it's kind of a style and kind of how they do things. But I, I can't shake the feeling like even if Queens of the Stone Age does throw out a better song than we do, which is possible, but I'll leave that for you guys to decide uh, for yourselves. But sonically, I can't even touch what we've got coming out. But hey, it's still new Queens of the Stone Age. Definitely has a place here on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Catchy ass song right there. Jesus. (laughs) That's like an earworm for sure. Like, you know, you'll be you'll be you'll be hearing that later in the back of your head. That's cool. (laughs) So I grabbed a lot of new music this week from bands I didn't know. Uh, some maybe I had heard of, uh, some I hadn't even heard of at all. This one is a band called Catch Your Breath. I never heard of them before. Uh, they uh, a lot of times when I find like a band I like, I'll look to see, you know, you know, bands uh, that other people listen to. Do you know what I mean? Like I do that a lot. That's like when I find something like kind of just off my beaten path, and I like look to see what other bands there are. Uh, that kind of sound like that. And uh, I stumbled upon this one. I'm very happy I did. I've been digging this one a lot, and I don't know if anybody knows the band or knows the song, but we won't be able to say that tomorrow. It's Catch Your Breath. Relax. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Okay. So I guess this would be something we could consider a Does It Box, Does it box segment. So I'll give you one of these. Okay, so I've played closer closure, closure in Moscow before. Actually, let me, let me look at that. I thought it was hang on, closure. Yeah, so we played Happy Days and Sweetheart. Yeah, Happy Days and Sweetheart. Right, Sweetheart was the main one I played a bunch of, and that's that's fine. So Closure in Moscow has a new song out. And I'll be honest with you, when it first started, I didn't like it. But by the end of the first run through, I was like, I kind of like it. So I went back and I listened and it's just like a little bit different, but I don't know if it's different bad or different good or different different or different maybe. So that is why 
when I come to these uh, impasses, as it were, I turn to the good people of the Hard Rock Lunchbox to let me know if indeed a song boxes or doesn't box. Because uh, their record is pretty good, right, Jimmy? It's always a no! Yeah, well, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get lucky today. Uh, it's always a no! Said maybe, like I don't know for sure if it's possible, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and play this. The song's called Primal Sinister, which is also a great name, I think. Especially because I kept thinking it was Primal Sister forever and didn't bother to even read the end in there because yeah, why bother looking at things anymore? Am I right? <laughs> so hopefully you like it. If not, don't worry, I've got brand new shine down coming up right after it. Uh, to wash the taste out of your ears, if that's necessary. It's always a no! Okay, Jimmy, we'll get right to it. That's fine. It's Does It Box. Closure in Moscow. On the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Die! Man, I am... <laughs> I am so tired. Ah, oh, man. I'm really just doing my best, like... Pull stuff together. Uh, as I started saying at the beginning of the show, I got um, we got a couple shows coming up this year. Uh, I'm having trouble scheduling bands because of conflicts, uh, timing conflicts, and show conflicts. And there's not you know there's not a lot of venues and bands are still you know tending to overplay. I, I will say I'm I'm having a bit of a maybe maybe this is something for the box audience. So I'm having a bit of a problem. Um, having a bit of a problem like trying to find new talent not that it doesn't exist i'm sure it does but because there's so few shows going on uh and because i'm not doing the unplugged anymore um uh, although i keep threatening to bring it back i really just if i don't have time to put out a single i definitely don't have time to run uh, the unplugged shows um but uh I, w- I really do want to do those again at some point so at least it's on my my radar but I am I'm ha- I am having trouble finding new local talent. Um, a lot of the bands that I've been hearing uh, or seeing put out are just garbage. Like a lot of them are just absolute garbage, and they're garbage live. Like a lot of the bands that I played with over the past three years, like the bands that I didn't know, like they're bad. Like they're they're bad they're bad enough that I do not want to play with them again. Uh, and that and that's kind of unfortunate. But I know I'm looking for some kind of new uh, talent. So if anybody's got anybody like local, like really, like really good, like really doing a good job um, that I, you know, I already don't have on my radar bands that I've already played with. Like, yeah, definitely like, let me know, like send me a message. Cause I'd like to check them out. Cause um, I feel, I'm feeling a little stifled. I've been saying for a while that I feel like the pool of talent in Long Island has definitely decreased a little bit uh, lately. And it just seems like the better music is coming from the same 10 bands. Which is fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But I would like to know if there's somebody new out there. Um, but speaking of old bands that we've played with before, uh, Pathmaker is... Uh, I don't know if they just finished. I know they were recording their record at the same time we were recording uh, some stuff. So I know they weren't working on new material. I just don't know how far along they are. I do know they just agreed to play the uh, August 5th show with us at the warehouse.
Lunch Box. I don't know what it is specifically about Corey Taylor that I dig. I mean, I, I like his voice. It's definitely in a good range for me personally. And I've, I've just not been a big super fan of Slipknot. I mean, I do like what I like. And the same can be true of Stone Sour. Like I, do, I, like, I don't like everything, but what I like, I really, really like. And I find that in his solo stuff, it's the exact same thing like over and over and over again. I just, I don't know what it is. And uh, I don't even know how much I care. But it's brand new Corey Taylor on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So while it is true that Mel did send in something for her uh, musical moment this week, I and the authority here at the Hard Rock Lunch Box determined that it was probably too not okay to play on the air. <laughs> but she did not slack her response to it, I'm here to tell you. So in lieu of that, I did pick something... Possibly equally ridiculous, way less political, possibly offensive, but also not. So, that's what's happening now. Are you plugged in? Hard Rock Lunch Box. Little dance gap dance there, of course, featuring Chino Moreno from Deftones. To be perfectly honest, the main reason I picked it, I like dance gap and dance from time to time, but... I find it very hard to resist anything from uh, Chino. Sorry, shoot me. That's what's up. So I got a song here from a band called The Warning. The song is called More, and I'd be lying if I remembered absolutely anything about it. So let's all find out together, shall we? Yeah, why not? Brand new music, I guess, on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Little asking Alexandria there. So, I've got something. I've got something here that probably requires some information, but maybe not. Maybe some context. So, um, and I, I don't know how this comes up. A lot of conversations I have uh, here, like <laughs> I just, I for, like they just. I mean, you know how the show works, like and how like train of thought. Uh, just sort of like leads from one thing to another. So a lot of times, like Corey's a perfect example. Like I'll find myself in the middle of a conversation with Corey and I have absolutely no idea how I got there. Uh, but I'm also not opposed to any of the conversation that's happening. Like, I'm not hating any of it. Uh, so I don't have all the context for you. Uh, other than at some point last week, Corey and I were involved in a discussion about Hall and Oates. <laughs> And a lot of times there'll be talk about songs, uh, like I did this last night with Charlotte, uh, when I, I played her Proud Mary so she would know who Ike Turner was and stuff. She was like, oh, I know this song. So a lot of times the kids will know stuff and then not necessarily know why they know it or whatever. And, you know, with Charlotte, if she knows something, it's probably because it was on Scooby-Doo, and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But Corey and I were having a long conversation with just just how good Hall and Oates were and how many great songs they had. We were just, you know, singing like Maneater and, you know, She's Gone and, you know, uh, Private Eyes. Private Eyes. They're watching you. They see your every move. Oh, oh Private Eyes. <laughs> That's basically how it was going. That's literally how the conversation was going. So needless to say, the next day I was like, I want to hear some Hall and Oates. So I pulled up Hall and Oates, and I was playing some classics, which is totally going to screw up my algorithm for next week. So just be ready for that. Uh, but what I, I saw, that they're actually still putting out new music. Now, I know Daryl does like live from Daryl's Place and stuff, uh, and he does a lot of cool stuff. But So they have a new record, a new-ish record, and they have a song out there called on it called Out of the Blue. And i got to tell you, man, I listened to it. I enjoyed it so much. Not that I was like, oh, man, this is great, uh, this new direction. No, it wasn't any of that. It was just like a really well-written song by some guys that write really good songs. But it felt, and this might be nuanced a little, uh, and maybe people won't understand exactly what I'm saying, but the it sounded like when really great songwriters write a really great song, without the pressure to do so, if that makes any sense. Because it sounded like they both really liked this really good song. 
Now, could a producer come in and dusted some stuff up, chopped up, chopped up, so chopped off some of the fat? Absolutely. Did they need to? Nope. Because you know why? Because they're Hall and motherfucking Oats. That's why. But I decided to grab it for you. See if you can give it a listen. It's hella new Hall and Oats, which I can't even believe I'm saying. On the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. If you aren't just popping your head at least a little bit to that, like, I don't know what kind of robot you are, but... <laughs> That was just so catch. But you see what I mean about just like, just like, yeah, this is, it's a good tune, man. Play that good song, man. Because they've already done all the hard work. They've done Man Eater and Kiss on My List and Sarah Smile. And, you know what I mean? Like, let's just, let's just play one for us, man. Play one for us. As <laughs> I get into my accelerated old age here and my extended career i feel like i'm looking to play more and more songs just because i want to play them definitely causes some problems like in the band stuff like that and certainly with fans but man that's what i liked about the unplugs is probably why they're inevitably going to come back at some point because i like doing that but i don't know i'll ask the guys in craving if they want to do that too i'm sure i'll get a yes from at least one of them you can check out their page. They made a big video announcement for our June 16th show at Mr. Beery's. It's going to be uh, Craving Strange, uh, Something Heavy, Born of Scars, and Us. It'll be a good way to kick off the summer. A lot of fun. A laid-back as F gig. And that is going to be super important, especially for me, because I just I need a goddamn break. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, looking forward to everybody coming out and hanging out for that. And then we'll just see what the rest of the year offers. But in the meantime, it's time for your weekly yep, craving of the week. You wanna love, but you have to hide. You wanna live where there's no one to spite. Try to keep it just between us, but they push to weave fights.
Lunch Box. I hope everybody appreciates what goes wrong when you forget to write your stickies down, I guess, or... I don't even know what happened to my complicated Mandarin sticky. I guess I guess we'll never know. I, but it wasn't my fault. It's always a no! <laughs> That's okay. Here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox, we make mistakes every day, which is impressive for a weekly show. But still, we manage to do it every single day. But... Because we care about our chat, unlike other shows, uh, we can make it up to you somehow, some way, somewhere, someday. In a hat, without a bat, in a box, with a fox. Either way, thank you for spending part of your day, your Thursday, with us here at the Hard Rock Lunch Box. We will see you again next week at the same time, same channel. Have yourself a great Memorial Day. Weather looks beautiful. Please get outside and enjoy it. And in the meantime, never say I didn't give you anything. Chỉ bao.